everybody, welcome back to episode... Fuck, what episode is it? Man, I've been here too long. These days just seem to blur into each other now. Six. It's episode six of Freak Like Tea. My guests this week are a band called Attic Theory. I spoke to Lou, Matt and Peter. The band have just won an award for Planet Rock's Best New Band 2020, despite only having two current songs released, Saints Amongst Us and My Own Design. As is to be expected with technology, I had a few technical difficulties by which the screen recording did not work. Therefore, you're just going to have to make deal with the audio and the visuals that I created myself. I'm not an artist. Here it is. Uh, Matt should be here in a second as well. I've just uh, I've just messaged him then. Oh, oh he's probably doing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he's Takes late. He just to do anything. I mean, don't get me wrong, his hair looks fantastic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when he comes on now and looks like shit. <laughs> uh, so when you like practice songs through this, how does like does it lag at all? How different is it to actually? Uh, we have to do it like we're recording the song, so we have to do like one uh, guide track and then send it to everyone. Oh, right. And then we all play to it separately and then Lou files it all together. Oh, okay. And then gets really stressed and then angry and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to sing to it as well, so... Yeah, and then you got to sing to it at the end and hope that it's all synced up. Yeah. And if only one of us is slightly out of sync, got to do the whole... That person's got to do the whole video again. Oh, no. <laughs> So did you, you guys, was it yesterday you guys were playing Trivia Pursuit or something? No, Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. I don't know what day it is anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, to be fair. <laughs> I had a horrible hangover yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the worst in the world. I'm mean, yeah, sorry, the, the drum was always late. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> right about that. It's not like you have to do that time even for a job or anything like that. <laughs> I can only count to four. Come on, cut me some slack. <laughs> So, yeah, so who won um, the game in the end? Uh, me. Oh, yeah, it was. It wasn't even fixed. Matt was pretty close. Uh, I just had a really easy question at the end, I think. It was, um, okay. it was uh, the Righteous Brothers, wasn't it? The ghost question. Uh, I think that was my last question. What was the hardest question you had? It was all of them. Because you get, like, adult questions and kids' questions. So every now and again, you just bottle out and go for the kids' question. I mean... <laughs> And they're, they're like some of the other ones because you kind of expected to know them. No. I, I got one, one about a kid's, a kid's book or a kid's film that I've never heard of. So obviously as I've, um, I explained in my message on your band Instagram, just to bring you up to speed. So because now you guys can't tour and bands all over the world can't tour, the next best thing that fans can do to support you guys is by buying band merchandise. Which nowadays isn't as big a thing as it used to be for rock and metal fans. So hopefully, with this situation, it's going to push people into buying band merch again. Um, so when you guys were growing up, what kind of things were you listening to? The bands you were listening to and the merchandise you might have bought to sort of go with it? Yeah, um, I mean, one of, the, one of the first sort of, and it's probably a bit of a cliche, and most guitarists will say the same thing, but Appetite for Destruction was obviously a big deal. 
for anyone learning guitar. Um, and I actually like, I had the Appetite for Destruction um, t-shirts as well because that just looked badass. Oh, um, like literally when you're like in your teen, teens and like that's like the coolest thing you can possibly wear, like all the skulls on it and, <laughs> and the hats and stuff like that. I literally like stop in. I wear it on like nights out, and then like people would stop me and have conversations with me about music, yeah. <laughs> like about Guns N' Roses, and just kind of chat just because they'd seen that shirt. So. Yeah, I've got that's actually. Okay. Um, I want the tattoo done one That'd day cool. when I've got enough money for it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'll get that actually. You know what? <laughs> Pete, I'm with you there, mate. My, <laughs> my teenage band. See, this is why we're in a band together, mate. That's good, though. That's a good thing. Oh, you know, it was it was it was written in the stars, Pete. <laughs> my my teenage band was Guns N' Roses, and it was it was all to do with that. I mean, the merchandise was amazing. You know, like yeah, I had the, the belt buckle, the Guns N' Roses belt buckle. It was the it was the, the skull uh, that the, I think um, Matt Sorum had it on his bass drum in the nineties. It was that yeah. kind of logo. And I had a belt buckle that was amazing. You know. T-shirts. I was, you know, yeah, I, I was a Guns N' Roses kid. Mine was. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever remember this. There was the uh, Alive top by Pearl Jam, where it's a little stick man. Yeah, I, I, that yeah. used to be my one. Uh, I know that one of the things I was looking at then is the guys that sent me theirs as well. Uh, Kenny's was um, down uh, in the Phil Anselmo's uh, band. Um, I think uh, Lawler's was Metallica, Ride the Lightning, and I think Tim's was um, Sepultura. I think it was. Um, Chaos, yeah, Chaos AD, all simple shoe stuff. That was the ones he was wearing. They just all messaged me in there. I've had to um, isolate up in Leicestershire, and it's a shame because my room is plastered with posters, mainly Guns N' Roses posters. So <laughs> that would have been quite apt for this one, having those in the background. <laughs> But so was yeah. it just t-shirts you had? Obviously, um, Matt, you mentioned you had the belt buckle, but um, Peter yeah. Lewis, did you have anything else other than, than t-shirts, merchandise-wise? Um, I've got, well, actually, I've got, a, I've got a necklace somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, necklaces, this and that. What I used to do was, I'd, I'd kind of, when I was a teenager, I'd look at what these guys were wearing on stage and go, oh, I need that. So I'd have a necklace or, a, like, you know, big chains, that kind of thing, you know. Um but for me, mainly it was like, you know, posters as well and, mm. and, and stuff like that and all these kind of things that get framed, you know, just people that inspire me. Um, you know, I was I was, uh, I was was the Guns N' Roses kid. I was the merchandise kid. Uh, I've got a few kiss things as well. Um, I don't even know where they are now. They're years and years old. But you know, obviously we know the kiss of the band for the merchandise. That must be quite hard to come by, kiss merchandise. Where'd you get that? Oh, I know, yeah. I mean, you know... They're, they're not known for merchandise, are they? <laughs> I can even get a kiss coffin for when I pop my clocks, you know. Jeez, oh, <laughs> <God. laughs> that's the, the, the obituary. <laughs> Probably worth for about 50 quid as well. Yeah, with your own merchandise as well, you've got quite a lot of things. Like, you guys don't just have t-shirts, you've got, like, hats and bags yeah. and masks. Quite a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, so are those your favourite pieces of your own merchandise? My, mine, yeah, I, I like this one. Um, no, I like our hoodies as well. Our hoodies are really oh, yeah. Uh, we have the warmest hoodies in the world, um, and only the bands have them. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's become like a kind of like a specialist group now because people stop us like in the streets they, they they know like like oh you're an attic fairy <laughs> this has got a massive logo on the back <laughs> this, right. this one is my personal favorite i always wear this because the, the fit of it you see right because obviously when i'm i'm sitting down playing yeah. drums so when I sit down playing drums with and this, you can't see my spare tyre that I've developed, you know. No, I mean, I am, I am 33, nearly 34 now, so it's only going to get worse. So this is my, <laughs> my uh, top of choice these days. So yeah, obviously the logo as well, um, it looks like an attic. I'm assuming that's on purpose. We uh, decided that we weren't going to design it ourselves. Uh, so there wouldn't be uh, loads of arguments. We mm. kind of give the, the gentleman uh, from very metal art, a little bit of a pointer in the direction we wanted. Um, but he, he came up with the full concept for it for us. At first, there was an issue because Kenny thought it looked like the Spa logo. On his many trips to Spa, so we, we changed it slightly. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to unsee that now. <laughs> the, the, the sides were longer. Um, like quite a considerable amount longer, and um, yeah, we, we we chopped them off because, as I say, Kenny with his frequent spa visits um, made us think it looked like that. So obviously, that's plastered on everything you've got at the moment. Do you have any yeah. plans for any different designs um, in the future? Uh, yeah, we do at the minute. I think we're just trying to. Uh, I don't know if you guys agree, but just trying to sort of staple the, the logo into everyone's heads so they remember it. So your logo is your brand at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, it's what everyone's going to see. They don't really care about our ugly mugs. They prefer to see that, you know, that it's, um, as you guys said before about Guns N' Roses, the cross straight away, that was, you know, that was their their brand um, for that period of time. But at the minute, I think um, we are going to be getting the cover, when the cover does get drawn by somebody, I think we probably might make a t-shirt with that on as well. Yeah. Um, but it's difficult. I, I don't really like photo um, t-shirts. I think they look really cheap. I don't know if you guys agree, like, well, it's hard to get it to blend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They end up just looking like a really bad X-Men. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you've got like, if you've got, like an album cover that's like blue, and your T-shirt's black or something, you've mm. just got a really awkward blue square or something like that, or whatever you've got. Oh, it just blends. Like the Iron Maiden ones blend really well because it's just embedded into the shirt. So, yeah. like I don't. Know, I, I disagree. If there was, if there was a T-shirt out there with a photo of my face on it, I'd definitely wear it. I would also wear it. Why not? <laughs> You've got to do I it now. That's the next thing yeah. you have to do. We go for variety more than anything. I don't think we go for like different like logos and stuff. We tend to go, how much random crap can we put our logo on? Because people actually do like that. Yeah. We've had people buying like the water bottles and is it have we got key rings or something? I think we have like, a lighter or something. Yeah. Yeah, we have it. Um, When you play gigs, do you bring some of your merchandise with you to sell at the gigs? Because I like, imagine you can't bring everything. No, we, yeah, we just bring um, the t-shirt that I've got on here with Grey version of that. 
Um, then we got the one Matt's got on. Uh, we take BDs, snapbacks, uh, and signed pictures. So we've, we've got a, a choice of about three or four t-shirts. We've got an older t-shirt as well. Uh, the, the bit of the A's uh, the T's is just massive, but there's a limited run of them. Uh, so we take about four t-shirts and two types of hats. Uh, that's all uh, at gigs. That's all people seem to really be interested in and CDs, but we haven't got one. So. Speaking. <laughs> Speaking of CDs, you've only got two songs released. So when when's the actual full thing due? Hopefully soon. We actually we will raise the money for the next song. We've got an EP plan basically. We've got everything kind of ready. Um, but we because we it, we kind of put everything on hold last year because we had we did this big tour around Europe with Tantric. So we kind of. Yeah. Probably would have done. It was like one or the other. You kind of had to go right. Let's go on tour, or let's get in the studio and do this. We can't do both. <laughs> so we went on tour, sold loads of merch, got our name out there, got the brand out there, and then we kind of went back and we're like, right, that's great. We can settle on the studio. Oh yeah, we just won that award. Oh no, there's a massive virus now. We can't go out the house. So yeah, <laughs> kind of put up in a few things. We actually had studio time booked and everything. To be honest, it's given us a chance to raise a bit more money to get more studio time. So we're hoping that it'll um, buy us a little bit of time to kind of put everything together and then towards the end of the year we'll actually have the EP done. You mentioned that you have another song that you're yeah, teaching. When's we, we, that we have an entire, Everything is ready to record. The whole set that we played on tour was the, the songs we're going to play for the EP. Um, so it's all ready to go. Uh, you just need to get in the studio and do it. We'd rather be closer to an album, but we um, we want we, we feel that these songs uh, have a story together, really, and should be on the same release. You know, rather than put something else on there that's new or anything like that, we want to um, we want to just stick these as as, as it's one sort of just, yeah, as I say, the story. You know, they all link together. They are our first sort of phase, yeah. um, and they all they blend well together. So it, it, it makes sense just to have these on one thing rather than add extra additional stuff just for the sake of it. Yeah, true. That makes sense. So you did just mention as well that you did win Planet Rock's Rock's Best New Band Award. How cool was yeah. that? How did you feel about winning that? Uh, shocked, to be honest. <laughs> uh, you guys, yeah, I was just, uh, I was made up, you know, the people actually uh, paying attention to us, which mm. is, is, is great. Um, I got woken up by my uh, fiancé uh, screaming at me. Well, she wasn't the dreamer, she was making noise and pointing at her phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, it still hasn't really set in, even though with the big feature in Planet Rock at the minute, it's still not set in. What about you guys? Yeah, well, we, we, we said, I remember me and Lou had a conversation of a week or two before they announced it, and we, we were actually saying, we're not going to win this. <laughs> we actually didn't had no, had no idea what it was going to, we, we were still pushing it. Yeah. But we, I think a, a big fact is, you know, a lot of people didn't know where we were, where we came from, and we just kind of appeared out of nowhere, but we've just been on tour, and we've got a lot of people who still follow us from that tour, we've, we've made a lot of good connections, so when we rally people online, they follow, um, you know, we're not just gigging in Liverpool and in your local bars, we've been everywhere, and we make friends with everyone. So the following is actually pretty strong, and I think that's what helped tip the tip. You know, so when we actually asked people to vote, literally everyone we asked voted, and we had no idea that it, it was that big. And then we, yeah, we just <laughs> we've been playing on Planet Rock before we even found out. <laughs> the thing is, as well for, for me, we we've been in previous bands before. We're not we're not just um, six guys that just turned up and decided to write some songs together. 
Uh, we've previously been in other bands, so mm-hmm. we, we, we kind of, I wouldn't say we know what we're doing, but we um, we, uh, we have a, a rough idea. You know, like, yeah. so it's, it's, we have a history there. We've we played some great shows, all of us separately, together, you know, um, and it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's it, a lot of that comes into it as well. You know, the the, the history of everything that we've got, and as B said, people support us throughout, even even then as well, even the bands before. So yeah, of course. So the bands you're in um, previously, what's different about this band compared to other ones that didn't work? Uh, well, you guys want to take that first? I'll be here all day. <laughs> I think it's the more mature version of what we were probably trying to do in other bands. I don't know much. I mean, we, we knew, like, like Tim's old band was, like, Ray May Fall, and we'd geek with them. We actually geeked with Matt in Live Rock, didn't we? Yeah, um, uh, We did it before yeah, yeah. we met properly. It was probably about 10 years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've been um, manacled to you guys for a lot longer than I realised, <laughs> to be honest, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we technically all kind of geek together um, quite a lot. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, you create some differences with the people that you're with, and then eventually you find certain people that you blend better with. Um and then you try and the whole classic theory idea is trying to make the best version of yourself. So obviously yeah. coming together, getting rid of anything that maybe you didn't that didn't work, but then piling with people out does work is basically what we're all about. So. It's all ethos. We we believe you know, we just believe that you know well the songs are great as well, and we all believe in what we do. Uh, previously, there might be a song in. Uh, I don't actually dislike any of our songs, but I know that we have been in. Uh, in our old band Master Men there were songs that other people would write and me and Peter absolutely hated them but they were adamant to play them yes. and they physically were like three songs in one and we played them and it didn't work but we, we had to play them because it was just you know it, it, it was just the way it was he, he, it was it was unfair if we didn't it's the only way we could say it but now if he was in this band I would just tell him to do one <laughs> and you're not playing a song three three songs in one yeah. yeah so. so, out of the two songs that you do have released, "Saints Amongst Us" and "My Own Design," which ones, which of those two are all of your favourites? That's a difficult one for me, that to be honest. What about you guys? Uh, between the two, I reckon for me it's "My Own Design." I think that's I don't know. There's something about that. I've always had more like really good memories of playing that for some reason. I think it's the you get quite a good response, um, and when you're just kind of looking at the audience, um, you know, and even year before last we were like t- touring we did a little mini tour with Elvana the Elvis front of Nirvana and we did a lot of these songs as well and that was kind of the first time we properly brought these songs to people and it was they, these were max, maximum packed out venues believe it or not <laughs> um, and yeah the, 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 the reaction that kind of came back so I've always had good whenever we play that song I just I, I know it's going to get a good reaction so I mean for me it's I'm, I'm a little biased um because uh, my own design, that's the video that I was on, and that's the song that I recorded <laughs> with you guys, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, of course, I'm a little biased towards that. I mean, Saints, Saints Among Us, amazing. But my own design was, was the point where I could sort of put a fingerprint on it, you know. And it was like, right, I'm in the band now. I'm in the song. I'm in the video. And, and when we did that video, I, I'd been in the band for, what was it, a couple of months, wasn't it, I think, mm-hmm. When we recorded that, it probably wasn't even two months when we first recorded that song, My Own Design, you know. It, so for me, that's that's my 
maiden voyage with yeah. the band. That'll always mean something to me, you know, and it'll I'll, I'll hold a special place in my heart for that one. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I've got to agree with you as well, because the thing is, for me, that's the song that's got people's attention. The video's got people's attention. Uh, we are re-recording Saints Among Us um, with, uh, for the EP. Uh, we're not going to use that same version. That's why it's not band edition. We've rewritten it as well. Um, it's slightly different. I do love playing that live, though, because we have a chance at the beginning. Um, but for me, it's, it's yeah, I'd say my own design's the thing that's, that's, that's actually made people listen to us. I think that's what it is. You know, they, they, they don't think, um, you know, we, we like to have a laugh on the videos. We like to have a laugh on stage. Yeah. But you can't take yourself too seriously in this industry. That's one thing I think a lot of people are failing doing. They're mm-hmm. taking themselves far too seriously. Uh, if you, 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 you know, we're not a joke band, but we, we like to have fun. We, yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't believe, I believe that, you know, if you do a show, I don't want to be standing there, you know, making sure that the hair's okay. And, I'm, you know, like, all, it's, it's all about performing for people. But if mm-hmm. they, they don't find you um, entertaining or comical in some sort of way, they're just going to think you're pretentious. The way we approach things is probably the uh, best way to do it in these, these current times, I think. How come you um, are re-recording Saints Amongst Us? Uh, Matt isn't on it. It was a different drummer. It was our um, uh, original drummer. I think enough time has passed that I can say what well, I mean. Got rid of him, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, he, it, it just wasn't working. Uh, it, we, we we weren't the best version of ourselves, and it was kind of uh, ironic, you know, that we, we we're preaching that we are the best version of ourselves when we clearly weren't. We structured the song slightly as well, very very slightly. Okay. So yeah. it's technically, we've got a slightly better way of doing it. So we're just going to do that as an updated version. Also means it gives the fans something that's slightly different as well. Plus you get to hear Matt's lovely, lovely drums. But it's not the same producer either. We'd, we'd rather mm-hmm. use the same, yeah. and, um, same studio. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So with this lockdown as well, people are having to find new ways to listen and do music as well. Not just the fans, but obviously the artists too. So when this is all over... How do you think this is going to affect the music industry afterwards? Because obviously right now, people my age don't really tend to buy physical albums. Um, they'll just listen to one song, maybe, and then won't, we'll just discard the rest of it. So how do you think after this that the music industry is going to be affected by it? I'm hoping that people have been locked in so long that they're going to go to every gig they could possibly get to where we're going to be selling all of our merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we're going through right now, you know, we've got no choice but to go through this. But I think if you look back the way the industry has been going recently, I think a lot of people have actually already been doing things like this. But now we've had to kind of pay it some attention because we've got no choice. But, you know, I think I think once the lockdown is lifted, you know, people will, they will make the effort to go out to live shows. And what we're going through now, uh, yeah, it's it's not ideal. It's it's a it's put me way out of sync. I'm not used to working like this, but I'm trying to see it as an opportunity. I'm trying to see it as a way to better myself as a musician to work with what I've got, and I'm I'm quite enjoying it actually. Um, it's pushing me to my boundaries, you know. Um, but I can't wait to get back on stage again. I really can't wait. I've missed you all. I really have. I can't wait to share the stage with you again, guys. That's the thing is as well, um, from us, like I'm, I'm the same, I, I think, I agree with these guys, I think everyone's going to be bored, um, there's going to be an influx of gigs, well maybe not first, I think, you know, the first couple of weeks everyone will still be a bit on uh, eggshells, 
then I think it'll, it'll shoot up. Everyone will, will be outside. Everyone will be getting drunk. Everyone will spend time with each other. Because at the end of the day, I haven't seen these guys. Do you know what I mean? As well, mm. it's like from my point of view, I'd, I'd go to a gig with these guys just to spend time with them because we haven't even been in the same room together. You know, even even regarding you know just the gig inside of it. Like, as a bandmate, as friends, we haven't even been in each other's aura, <laughs> basically. I agree with you guys. I think it'll shoot up. Everyone will want to go out. Everyone will want to do something. Everyone will want to party. And that's what I've missed. I've missed actual social interaction. Mm. You know, um, with, you know, I, I'm enjoying my uh, time with my future wife. But, you know, she's probably going to murder me soon. So, it's, um, it's, you know, it's one of those things you've got to... You've got, you, you need other people's interaction. You yeah. need from family, friends. Well, they're even trying now. Even when there's a lockdown, yeah. people are still going to park. <laughs> in, in the long run, this is probably going to help things yeah. in the long run. You know, yeah. it's going to be better for live music when we finally do come back, when everyone is, is having the same idea and we're all glad to get out of the lockdown. I think it's going to be a very, very positive thing. So, last question. What new up-and-coming bands are you guys listening to that you think other people should go and check out? It's probably an easy shout to mention Revival Black, because you yeah. know them. And they're from Liverpool as well. We've played with them on their tour in February or January, something like that. Yeah, I mean, we follow a lot of the sort of new wave of classic rock bands as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we try and keep on, on top with, with who is around. And, yeah, I don't know, who have we played with? We've played with Dax and Rock Dan. I remember we played with them. Oh, yeah. yes. they, they were cool. Camden, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played, I can't even remember who that was, but we played with loads of good bands. Um, there was that many. We were meeting all these different faces because our tour wasn't where it had a break in. It was just constant with the whole thing. So you're meeting new faces every mm. day. I like, uh, well, there's also Aston Beach, a Liverpool band, aren't they? Yeah, they were previously Equinox. They're good. I'm trying to think who else. Rocket Dolls are good. Um, yeah. I, I've been listening to their new album. That's good. What else? Uh, and obviously, Massive Wagons. Wait for that. So yeah, yeah I used to play. I used to uh, do gigs with them. Well, not in the band, but uh, when I was in Limehawk, I used to do gigs with them back in uh, the Baker's Vaults in Manchester. Uh, Massive Wagons. Like yeah, yeah, I remember them from years and years ago. They're going places. Very, very good band. But I'm going to go for a, for a, a different direction. If that's okay, I'm going to say Tantric. Although they're not a UK band. We toured with them. I think, you know, they've got their following over in America and I think it's really important that uh, people over this side of the pond listen to Tantric because they're a great band. You know, they really, really are and they're not that well known over here, but I think they should be. These guys have, have cut their teeth and earned the stripes. Listen to them, check them out. Very, very good. Tantric. Follow Attic Theory on Facebook and Twitter at Attic Theory and Instagram at Attic Theory Band and go to attictheory.co.uk for merchandise. Follow Freak on Instagram at freakjazz666, Twitter at freakmag666, Facebook at freakmagazine, and subscribe on YouTube. You can also message me on social media or email me at jasmine.lamy at gmail.com for any review and interview requests.